and welcome to the podcast series about building a future-ready workforce, where we discuss ways to help our workforce deal with an uncertain future during these unprecedented times. My name is Rebecca Schupp and I lead digital marketing at Infosys USA. Our guest today is Rajesh Ahuja, the global head of talent acquisition at Infosys. Rajesh has a very rich experience in HR management, panning multiple industries like tech, banking, and manufacturing across three continents. He's currently heading the talent acquisition function here at Infosys, and Rajesh has always believed in being a true enabler and partner to the businesses by being proactive and constantly improving the hiring posture of the company. Rajesh's areas of focus are the future of work, tech-led HR, and learning as a lifelong skill. Thank you so much for being here, Rajesh. Um, we're so excited to have you join this conversation. My pleasure, Becky, and thanks for having me. It's very exciting to be doing this. Let's dive right into today's topic, which is upskilling for a digital world. So, Rajesh, which skills do you think will be the most crucial to keep up with the rising needs and demands of the future market? Becky, it's a fantastic question to start off this topic, uh, and I think I'll, I'll answer it in uh, two ways. One, I fundamentally believe that uh, the, the skills which are important for anybody to be successful are not the hard skills, but these are the softer aspects of, of your uh, uh, career and, and uh, professional life. Uh, what I mean by saying that is, A, you need skills like uh, ability to solve a problem, uh, creativity, and empathy. Uh, which essentially brings your ability to work with people, your ability to understand what's happening and and do something about it. And, and in a in a fashion which is uh, which is fresh, which is different, and which is an ongoing on an ongoing basis. Uh, and and hence, probably in my view, the most important skill which anybody needs uh, uh, for for today, for future, and forever is the ability to learn. If you, if you have the ability to learn a skill or, or anything in your life, you can master any profession, any career, and not just master it once, you can constantly reinvent and, uh, and, and keep going for a much, much longer period of time. The reason I'm saying that is uh, this, the half-life of skills today and the hard skills is rapidly coming down. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, skills which are, like programming skills or technology skills are are becoming fast obsolete by the new technologies and the new skills which are coming in in the market on an on an ongoing basis. And hence, uh, if you become a Java expert tomorrow, you will have to learn uh, another set of another set of skills. And day after tomorrow, you'll have to learn a newer set of skills to to remain relevant. And hence, what what really matters is the skill of or the ability of learning and as long as one is open about learning one is open about embracing the new uh, the new on a constant basis the individual need not worry about remaining relevant to the to the workforce they will remain relevant they will remain ahead of the curve and it, it is taxing it's not easy but in my humble view that's the fundamental skill uh, which we need to look at uh, for being successful in the future. And do you think, Rajesh, that everyone is a lifelong learner? Um, and if not, what keeps people from 
having this lifelong learning mindset? What are obstacles? So no, not everybody is a lifelong learner. Uh, you know, we, we have come from the background of having a profession and a job for life to one profession, multiple jobs, uh, which probably the current generation is, is going through. And then we are looking for multiple skills, multiple professions for life as the future. So, so it's not very natural that we are in that constant mode of learning. Uh, however, I think the, 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 the millennials and the Gen Z has been brought up in, a, in an era where they have seen a very fast change happening around them, be it in terms of uh, how the technology encompassed the entire world of business to multiple crises, one which we are going through currently. And hence, I, I think there is a larger appreciation of constant reinventing of your own skill set. Uh, what is important in my view is uh, for, to, for, for becoming a lifelong learner is a, a constant eye out on what's happening around you. It's very, very important to understand uh, how the larger labor market is, is shaping up. What are the skills which are trending? Uh, and these are these are not these are information which are easily available. Uh, you look at you look at platforms like LinkedIn, or if you read uh, reports from uh, providers like Gartner, uh, you would constantly see them talking about the skills of future. Uh, in the last few years, it's been around AI, machine learning, cloud uh, like skills, and and uh, I think in the future also people will people will have that information. Second, it's also important to, to really keep your interests and your ability in mind. Not everybody can become an AI developer or not everybody can, or everybody wants to become an AI developer. However, how do you really bring in the flavor, flavor of artificial intelligence, machine learning in your day-to-day -day work? And I'll quickly give an example. You know, I, I am not a good developer uh, or, or I do not have that much of technology skills. But I made an effort to learn about how AI will impact my job uh, or my profession. And I am now trying to see how can we bring in AI-based services in the recruitment world to ease the life of individual recruiters and provide a better service to our hiring managers. So, so everybody can look at the trends. They can start applying those trends to their own daily lives and hence continue to be on that cycle of understanding what's happening and how I can change to uh, to bring in those trends into my day-to-day -day life. Thanks and I agree that if you keep up with what's what what are the skills of the future and how they are impacting um, your job or your everyday life you know maybe that's also an encouragement to keep up with this lifelong learning. Um, Absolutely. And so as the nature of jobs is shifting how important do you think upskilling and de redevelopment is for the workforce? Actually, to me, uh, I, I say this fundamentally, the future of workforce, one of the key components of it would be learning and upskilling and reskilling uh, individuals. You know, there is no other way to continue to develop the workforce for future than constantly upskilling and reskilling individuals. Now, the, the responsibility is split between the individual as well as the organization they work for. And what I mean by that is the individual needs to, 
to look at what skills they want to have uh, on an ongoing basis. And the organization needs to provide an infrastructure, an environment, and, a, and an approach to learning, which is, which is towards future. And, and not, just, not just worry about the skills of today. And when the organizations are able to provide that environment and uh, with infrastructure, uh, and, and in some cases, incentives to learn, uh, I think the employees are fairly motivated to, to go through that journey because uh, deep down, every individual wants to remain relevant and wants to remain uh, progressive in their, in their career. And when they see the right stimulus coming to them from the organization perspective, I think the, the two, two start going hand in hand in a harmon, harmonious way than not. So extremely important to have that focus of upskilling and reskilling on, a, on an ongoing basis. But what is the advantage of upskilling versus, uh, you know, if you could just replace this employee with someone who already has these skills um, and then you don't have to go through the pain in quotation marks of 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 providing training and, and upskilling an employee so where do you see these advantages to me it's fundamental common sense that when you have uh, an, an individual working in the organization uh, it's the organization's responsibility uh, to uh, to make them relevant or keep them relevant for future Uh, at any point in time, and it's a it's a well-proven uh, statistics in the world of HR that hiring a new employee is always, always going to be more expensive than developing your own. And uh, one fundamental way of being successful in the, in the longer term for any organization anywhere in the world is to constantly develop your employees. And, uh, and, and hence, uh, it At any point in time, when I get into a conversation about uh, uh, about hiring new skills or bringing developing a new uh, new competency in the organization, my first advice is is always to look at your internal employees and then uh, then look at uh, the external resources. Uh, there is always a short term versus a long term uh, perspective. There, you know, in in short term, you may want to bring in few people with uh, uh, with certain skills. Uh, but in long term, the only and most sustainable way of building competencies uh, and competitive advantage for an organization is to constantly develop and and uh, uh, constantly provide that learning environment to to all the employees. Yeah, and I think you know there might there's for sure more to an employee than what's on their resume, right? And if the organization does it right and provides the right training, these um, qualities and skills can can be unleashed and can be supported further so that you know they actually can adapt to to the new requirements um, of their Absolutely. The, the advantages of knowing an individual, knowing the culture of the organization, uh, how the teams operate is are, are the intangible assets uh, which which the organization has with an individual. Who has spent some time, and and you don't need to build those capabilities in a new employee. You know, when you're training an existing employee. However, in a new employee, you have to bring in the individual, uh, provide them the larger context to the organization, show them the ropes before they are productive. So, as I said, you know, uh, the the both from an economics as well as from a culture perspective. 
constantly building your own workforce, constantly developing and reinventing the skills we have uh, in the organization is a far, far simple exercise than building by by hiring and bringing in the new new employees. I agree 100%. Um, so, but what should organizations do to ensure that they have all the necessary trainings available um, to meet the growing demand of, of the workforce? Um, how, what, how can we be sure we offer this training in-house and we have everything in place that's needed for the jobs of the future or the skills that are needed for the future? There are, there are two or three things which come to my mind immediately. One, I think the learning process should be democratized and each individual should be empowered to learn uh, on their own. They should be provided with guidance. They should be provided with uh, uh, information, data uh, and, and advice on what to learn, how to learn. But from the ability to learn and ability to start that process, I think that should be provided in individual's hand. And uh, uh, Becky, as you're aware, at Infosys, we have done this phenomenally well with Lex, where, where there is a single platform which collates every possible learning an employee would want to go through and, and provide it at your fingertips, be it, be it uh, on your device, uh, laptop or a mobile phone or online or offline. And, and I think an infrastructure like that and, an, and a platform like that is a, is a must in today's environment. Second, uh, I think content is not necessarily something which an organization can manage on its own. So, so the organization should look at a content curation strategy where, where you bring in content from multiple sources and multiple, uh, multiple uh, ways of uh, bringing that content in. Uh, let me give you an example, right? Uh, today, if I want to figure out something, my first my first port of call is Google. And I, when I look at, when I do a Google search about anything, I get multiple options to look at uh, that particular aspect of whatever I'm trying to figure out. And and I think we should we should have a similar approach. We should have a Google of, of learning and your ability to, and, and the organization's responsibility there is to a, put a quality control there that only the relevant content shows up. B, curate that content in a way that learning process can be pretty uh, uh, pretty simple for a learner and, and not very uh, complex or ambiguous about should I start here or should I start there. Third, uh, I think learning is a, in my view, learning is also a team sport. It's not an individual uh, focus sport only. You, you learn on your own, uh, definitely. But when you learn in a team or in a group or people with similar interests, uh, the learning is faster. You can you can bounce off ideas. You can solve. Uh, you know you can get get simple feedback from others that what we're doing is right or wrong or not. And hence, even in a virtual world, ability to bring cohorts together is a very very important uh, attribute. And a platform which provides. All three elements of it, I think, is platform or an organization which provides all three elements of it is is very important. On top of it, right, and and this is this is one of my favorite uh, areas uh, 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 which I'm following these days. It's it's about the culture of the organization. It's about the 
tone at the top. It's about the leadership speak, which happens on a day-to-day -day forum. That learning is important. If you learn, you will have a you will have an ability to uh, uh, advance your career. You will you will get better rewarded. And 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 I think as that starts happening, the entire uh, uh, entire environment comes together. That you have infrastructure, which I mean by platform and curation and etc. To and to a culture of learning, right? If you have both aspects of it, I, I think both individuals as well as the organization would thrive in that environment. And and I think that's that's important. Uh, you know, without without sounding uh, too too pompous about emphasis, but I think we as an organization have brought in those two aspects in a very very nice fashion together. That uh, uh, about learning as a culture and learning as an infrastructure both are available at Infosys today. Yeah, and I I totally agree with you in terms of the infrastructure around it because if if your management does not understand that you need time to learn to and to, to and opportunities to learn how are you supposed to do it but you know you need to set up your team for success and give them the freedom to take out a day in their week to to do a a, a, a class on um, our internal learning platform lex or you know any other um, training that helps them um, advance their skills um, Rajesh, uh, and then the last question that I have for you is kind of building on that is um, how can an organization upgrade and equip its people with the level of skills the future requires? We have the training, but what else can be done that we make sure that our people have the top-notch skills so that they can be successful in the jobs of the future? So I'll give you an example, Becky, here. Uh, rather than giving a general talk about it. Uh, you know, COVID was a very interesting time for all of us, where suddenly a lot of activities went down and uh, uh, employees didn't really have too many things to uh, uh, to look at uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, they were away from workplace, they were, uh, you know, communication was a challenge, et cetera, et cetera. Now, we in the, in the global talent acquisition team took advantage of that, uh, and, and build up a certification for ourselves. You know, we saw a lot of our employees looking at external certifications through uh, through various various forums and, and companies who were providing them. And we said, you know, if we want uh, our team to be the best, then we need to provide them the best inputs possible. And we worked very closely with the Lex team and uh, put together a series of content about learning and what would made you into a good recruiter uh, various aspects of it you know from branding to sourcing to working closely with the business being a being a better partner and and so on and so forth and we put together a very very well curated course content from multiple sources uh, broken broke it down into certificates uh, modules and uh, and provided it online to for everybody to to access uh, from wherever they were. On top of it, uh, we we uh, conducted a campaign with managers and the larger team to say why it is important, right? What will it give you if if uh, you go through this? And and very very proud to say the team took it up, 
the managers encouraged the teams to to take it up and and we had a phenomenal increase in our uh, our pulse scores employee pulse scores about the whole learning focus we have now so so it's it's not that difficult uh, i think there are a lot of opportunities for uh, individual managers and leaders to take take advantage of the current situation put together a, a framework uh, not very difficult again and work with your internal learning and uh, learning and uh, development teams who could help you with uh, uh, propagating and putting this together for your employees to consume in a very very simple and fast fashion so uh, i think it's up to each one of each one each manager each leader and each employee to take take uh, a little bit of initiative and we can put it we can put this together in a very very quick time Rajesh, thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today about upskilling for a digital world. I think we all learned a lot from your words and your thoughts on the topic. And you are listening to the podcast series about building a future-ready workforce, where we discuss ways to help our workforce deal with an uncertain future during these unprecedented times. Make sure to tune in next time for a brand new episode. Have a great day.